Have you ever looked at your wrists and just said, man, how come webs never come out of those things? <laughs> if you have, or if you've ever just thought like, man, why don't I have superpowers? Today's podcast is just for you. The other day I had a strange thought and I usually do actually have some strange thoughts and questions. Um, But one of them was, why didn't God give humans superpowers? So as I began to ponder this question, I did realize that humans are actually kind of OP. And if you don't know what OP means, it means overpowered. My nephew taught me that one. <laughs> um, you know, think about it. Like, you know, humans, we have complex language. We build machines. We cook delicious food. Mwah, right? We created the movie Labyrinth from the 80s that is just filled with nightmare fuel and David Bowie outfits that are very strange. In other words, uh, we have it pretty good compared to the rest of the life here on Earth. Now, compared to the superheroes that we like, legendize legendize is that a word we legendize that we legendize yeah we are kind of weak like superman luke you know i'm gonna go on superman's basketball team you know what i'm saying um but uh god has in fact given humans superpowers and we see this in the history of the bible i've noticed that god gives superpowers in two types of ways uh, the first way is superpower that can be controlled at any time like say for instance you have samson who it's kind of like his, I mean, if it did, you can't really tell. You kind of don't see his his super strength getting turned off, if that makes sense. He can kind of like turn it on at will. Of course, that was during his whole hair thing. If you know the story, sorry. But I'm not going to read it today. But if you know the story, you know what happens after he gets his hair cut. Kind of like his kryptonite, which is an interesting parallel. Anyways, then the other way that God gives powers is momentary. Where, you know, in a moment, God allows a human to do this. Like, let's say, for instance, Philip. Um, where God literally transported him. So he had baptized somebody. And and as the guy came up out of the water who was getting baptized, Philip disappeared. And the Bible says that God took him, the Holy Spirit really took him somewhere else. So really interesting. So we see those two different ways that God actually has given superpowers to humans in the past. So God does give humanity superpowers, but sparingly and for a purpose. That, that's kind of like the kicker, I think, right there, sparingly and for a purpose. So it's not just like a willy-nilly thing, but there's a reason for it. Now, you might be saying, like I have said myself, why not everybody? Like, why can't everybody just be super powerful? And um, there are three reasons why I believe that God does not give everybody on Earth superpowers. So stick with me here. The first reason is that we've already messed things up well enough without superpowers. Now, the second reason uh, why I believe that God does not give everybody on Earth superpowers uh, is found in the book of Peter, uh, Peter Parker. <laughs> um, actually, it's found in the book of Ben Parker. Uh, with great power comes great responsibility. If God were to give us superpowers, then that means we would have super responsibility, if that makes any sense. Because, you know, when you have the ability to do something and you don't do it, uh, which is a huge part of the Spider-Man, spider the Spider-Verse, I guess, if you will, that kind of mantra, if you will. If you have the power to do something good and you don't do it, then you are held responsible. And um, hey, like, if you think about it this way, you know, the Bible says that teachers will be judged more harshly. Um, why not superheroes, <laughs> right? Because teachers, you know, uh, they, they have to be extra careful because they are presenting the word of God to people. That's a huge responsibility. It comes with a, 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 a lot of power and God is going to judge teachers that way. Now, if you think about it in that context, People that had superpowers or superheroes, they would be judged more harshly than anybody else. Yeah, I think that it just, it would be actually worse for us spiritually to have superpowers. All right, and the last reason why I think that God 
didn't give everybody superpowers, and once again, this is just my personal opinion, uh, is is something that uh, Mr. Syndrome from The Incredibles said. He said, And when everyone's super, <laughs> no one will be. Exactly. So if everybody is superpowered, if everybody has superpowers, then nobody is truly superpowered. It's like, think about it today. Like, you know, some people are really good at, you know, math. Uh, some people are really good at sports, you know. And um, if you think about it on that way, we are already kind of superpowered, you know. And and it in that way, yes, we there are some people that we respect for the dedication to their craft, but they're still we still see them as human, you know. And so if we all had superpowers, we would probably still want superpowers compared to what we thought superpowers were so without sounding confusing i think one of the reasons why god doesn't give everybody superpowers is because it kind of wouldn't even matter to all of us we wouldn't see it as superpowers because everybody be everybody would be super powerful now god has given us two ways to tap into superpower the first one i believe is invention the second one is the holy spirit invention meaning um building creating innovating. So invention is definitely one of those things um, that can lead us to obtaining superpowers, if that makes sense. It's, uh, it's, uh, we could build things and we could, uh, even like with computers and science, you know, I feel like the, the general, um, ability, the general knowledge database of all humans has been upgraded because we have cell phones and we have computers, we have hard drives, which, you know, back in the day, like, you know, there wasn't as much access to knowledge and information. To me, that's a huge superpower. The smarter that we get, the more advanced we get, the more super we become. Now, there is this huge problem with invention and innovation, and it plagues all of humanity, and that is the fact that sometimes progress is toxic. Yes, I'm going to say it again. Sometimes invention can be toxic. I mean, look, we have one of the greatest movies of all time that already kind of discusses, so I don't have to go too deep into it, but just look at Jurassic Park, man. <laughs> you know, um, you know, because humans are the ones doing the inventing, we have a new tool, you know, a DNA splicing, things like that. Um, because of our sinful nature, because of our greed and our issues, we are, are going to, for lack of better words, pervert the progress uh, that we come up with. Because I guarantee you, if someone finds a cure or something really good that can help people, they will find ways to to make money off of it, to possibly cheat with it. What is this? I, this Has that been there the whole time? I don't know. But do you see my point? There is this fundamental issue with invention, and that fundamental issue is humans ourselves. Is that whenever we have something good, we just somehow tend to ruin it and mess it up. Another example is like Iron Man, where say if there's someone that does invent something for good, you know, uh, oh, Iron Man, he built a suit because he wanted to find his way out of the cave and he became a good man. Okay, well, that tech in the wrong hands, which is another huge like like plot point for a lot of marvel movies the right tech in the wrong hands is extremely extremely dangerous and the problem is that we might not always have the right people in power so let's say you got all the best most amazing scientists engineers in the same room they had a high like you did test they had a high moral value high moral iq and you put them together in the room that doesn't mean that someone might not come along and get their hard work and still use it for evil things in the future. Even if you protected it and you patented, 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 patented it, um, there's still no guaranteeing that that beautiful invention will not be used for something evil. It's just the way of humanity. It's the way things go. Okay, so now we've talked about invention, innovation. I said there was two ways that God allows us, like a pathway that he allows us to 
get powers, superpowers, if you will. The first one was innovation slash invention. The second one is the Holy Spirit. And let me tell you why, just right off the bat, why I think that, why I believe 100% uh, that the Holy Spirit is a better way to, let's say, true progress uh, in power and helping make, making people's lives better. Um, I don't read a scripture to you, and this is why. I'm going to take off my hat so that way, you know, in reading of the scripture, I apologize about my about my hair. My computer, by the way, is this way. So I'm going to be looking this way, but I promise I'm focused on you. Okay, so Acts 8, 9 through 24 in the NLT says, A man named Simon had been a sorcerer there for many years, amazing the people of Samaria and claiming to be someone great. Everyone, from the greatest to the least, often spoke of him as the great one, the power of God. They listened closely to him because for a long time he had astounded them with his magic. But now the people believed Philip's message of good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. Now, Philip, just a little backstory, was an evangelist during those times, and um, he was a beast. Okay. Um, As a result, many men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself, the sorcerer, the wizard guy, whatever you want to call him, believed and was baptized. He began following Philip wherever he went, and he was amazed by the signs and great miracles Philip performed. So there are kind of a little bit of, uh, of, of proof that the Holy Spirit does give superpowers, right? Okay, when the apostles in Jerusalem heard that the people of Samaria had accepted God's message, they sent Peter and John there. Those are big dogs, bro. Like, Peter and John, like... As soon as they arrived, they prayed for these new believers to receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them, for they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands upon these believers, and they received the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given when the apostles laid their hands on people, check this out, guys. He offered them money to buy this power. He said, let me have this power too, he exclaimed, so that when I lay my hands on people, they will receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter replied, may your money be destroyed with you for thinking God's gift can be bought. You can have no part in this for your heart is not right with God. Repent of your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive your evil thoughts for I can see that you are full of bitter jealousy and are held captive by sin. Pray to the Lord for me, Simon exclaimed, that these terrible things you said won't happen to me. So this just kind of beautifully paints out why I think the Holy Spirit is the best way towards actual progress of making life's people better in society. Number one, the Holy Spirit is holy. (laughs) That's part of the name. And it cannot be twisted or perverted to do something evil. So unlike progress of of the... uh, the technical kind, maybe like science or like engineering, where you make an Iron Man suit that can be twisted to do something really evil. The Holy Spirit cannot be even dented morally. It, as you see in, in the scripture right here, the sorcerer guy, even though he was a Christian, like he got baptized in everything, you know, um, but uh, inside his heart, he wasn't he wasn't right. And the Holy Spirit, obviously speaking through uh, Peter and, and, and John, uh, saw he's like, hey, nah, nah, this guy, this guy can't handle the kind of power that comes with being filled with the Holy Spirit. So he was left empty, which is wild and crazy. But one of the biggest reasons why I think that the Holy Spirit is the best way towards social progress. Okay, the second reason is that the Holy Spirit is God, which means that his power is limitless. Think about that. There is literally no limit. All the best superpower. Honestly, some superpowers are dumb. Like if you think about it, like there are some superpowers. They're like, I wouldn't want like Rogue from X-Men. 
why would anybody like why would you not like you couldn't hug anybody you can't high five your homies like that is like ter- i understand why in the x-men movies why Rogue gave her power away like in the movie they painted it as like oh she's a traitor how could she you know how could she give away her superpower bro i would i would totally trade that power away for being like able to like hug my family you know what i'm saying so <laughs> but the, the 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 holy spirit is full of good awesome amazing life-changing power that can truly touch Anybody, and it has touched so many people. Otherwise, there wouldn't be so many people who truly believe with all their heart in Jesus Christ. So yeah, the Holy Spirit is limitless. That means there's limitless power. That means it will never run out. And that means there's nothing. That means that there's nothing that the Holy Spirit cannot do. So you might be asking, how do I get this Holy Spirit? I'm gonna read another verse for you. Okay, this is Acts two. 38 through 39. It's very famous. It says, Peter replied, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is to you, to your children, and to those who are far away, all who have been called by the Lord our God. Oh my gosh, what a powerful scripture. All who have been called. So the Holy Spirit isn't just for one group of Christians. God had designed all of us with the capacity, if you will, to receive the Holy Spirit and let it operate in us. So I'm going to ask you today, if you want to receive the Holy Spirit of God, I'm going to pray right now. Um, if you're baptized filled, uh, and um, and you, you, you're you a Christian and you want to know, you want to know the power of God, I believe that you can pray earnestly and honestly and God will show you. Now, I want to say this. Keep your mind open to what God has to do in your life because sometimes and I love this about God, but also, you know, because we're human, we can get frustrated. Sometimes God shows his powers in the ways that we need, or all the time, I should say, and not the ways that we want. Because we want to get filled with the Holy Spirit. And okay, now God, I'm feeling, oh, I feel the Holy Spirit. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm trying to like, where are my webs? You know, it's not, that's not how the Holy Spirit works. It's not like, and I don't want to paint it as a pathway to power, but I do want to say this, that if you need power, to overcome a certain thing in your life, if you need power to become a better person, if you need power to get through a trial or a struggle, God is that power. Remember, we talked about God giving power to people for a purpose, for a purpose. So if you need the power of God for that purpose, then I encourage you to pray with me. I'm going to take off my hat one more time. Father, I come before you, Jesus God, for everybody watching this video, Jesus God. Um, we know all about superpowers. We see on movies and books and videos, God, but we really want to know, and I mean no, 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 your Holy Spirit, which is the true, only real power, God. And people are watching this, God, and they're praying in faith and they need you, God. So I pray you would show up in their lives right now according to their faith, God. Answer them. Let them see you. Let them hear you, God. Let them feel you, God. In the name of Jesus, God, let your Holy Spirit rest on them and may they be filled, Jesus God. God, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, Jesus, God, let them be filled with your Holy Spirit, God, and know that you are God. In the name of Jesus, amen. Folks, that is the end of this conversation today. Uh, if you were here last week, you know that the podcasts are changing a little bit. Um, and so our topics are going to be a little bit different. We're going to be doing some deep dives into stuff. You don't want to miss out. Follow, like, subscribe, comment, share, all that. It means a lot to the podcast. But even if you don't, I'm glad that you're here and I hope to see you on the next one. Bye, guys.